is Nicole Whitney, News for the Soul, life-changing talk radio from the uplifting to the unexplained. News for the Soul is now in its 25th year of broadcasting. Tune in live or visit the archives at newsforthesoul.com. That's newsforthesoul.com. Ashley. So let's bring Ashley to introduce herself, her show, and what's for today. Welcome back, Ashley. Thank you. All right. So I'm, I'm going to hand the floor over to you. I'll be lurking in the background if you need me. <laughs> but uh, let's start with uh, getting you to reintroduce yourself in the show and what's up for today. Thank you so much. So, so happy to be here. Yes, my name is Ashley Seymour, the show Sovereign Leadership, and I am a Holy Fire Reiki Master, a multidimensional ceremonialist, and a channel for Divine Feminine Awakening. I support and guide women to come into their divine mission and their sovereign leadership through anchoring into their power, their soul gifts, activating their intuitive abilities and truly stepping into their sovereignty. So I'm really happy to be here. And today I wanted to follow up with my first uh, talk, first interview with just some more, a deeper discussion on what is sovereignty. And I felt it was also really important to talk about spirituality and sexual energy as well. These three aspects of ourselves, spirituality, sovereignty, and sexual energy are essential aspects of who we are in awakening into our divine path and of our sovereign leadership. So to truly step into this powerful and impactful divine service for this lifetime We have to really understand what is our relationship to the divine, to God, to source, whatever word you use, which is the the discussion, the doorway that will be opening for spirituality and our sovereignty. And there's many ways that we can use this word sovereign, uh, but I will be discussing more about sovereignty in relationship to our own soul. And then, of course, our sexual energy, because this is the uh, just the primordial energy of the divine itself within our body. And this is through the activation of this energy. Not only do we connect more deeply to the truth of who we are, to the divine, to God, to source, uh, it is through this energy that we manifest <clears throat> bring into reality that which we are meant to create upon the earth um it's quite magnificent the journey that we've taken to come here on the earth and not everybody not every soul are here to 
transmute uh, to heal. I mean, we're all here to heal <laughs> in many ways. Um, not everyone feels this knocking within their soul to really be a channel, to be a um, transmitter of divine service. Of course, in many ways, we want to serve. We all want to serve because that is the foundation of the sense of fulfillment uh, in life. But really feeling this calling to step up into leadership, into divine service, and to really anchor into one's mission really speaks of a soul that is highly evolved and has done this work before. And so I felt that those who feel called to this discussion, to this time and space here to the show sovereign leadership into my own work are typically souls that are ready to to get stuff done to truly serve in their highest capacity um, and to be a channel of light in the purest form that they can be which is in resonance with themselves with their gifts and i just want to mention that when one steps up into their sovereign leadership, into their divine path and their divine mission in life, sometimes it can feel like this really big overwhelming thing that you have to be bigger, you have to be more and do more. It's not always the case. The The key is when you are truly aligned with who you are and your essence, your purpose just naturally radiates from you. It's it's not something that feels like a strain. It feels easeful, although it can take work and it often does take work and responsibility and showing up and commitment, of course. But there is an inspiration, an ease, a passion, a desire that draws you forward to truly step um, into the full capacity of your soul's light for this lifetime. So yeah, this I just felt like this was a really important conversation to bring forward right in the beginning, and uh, get you'll get a greater understanding as well of it is the foundation of the teachings I offer and the message I share and the energy I transmit here on Earth. So let's first dive into uh, spirituality. Uh, so it's really this this self discovery and really rediscovery as you come into greater relationship with God, the divine, great spirit source, again, whatever word works for you. (laughs) So there's an interest in, you know, this path of spirituality is this interest in in your soul. It's this interest, interest in that which is just beyond the 3D reality. It's very important to remember that our body in this this physical world is an ex, is an extension of our spiritual self, um, and so it's not something that is below quote unquote below us or should be disregarded. There's so much divinity and beauty within the physical realm, but yet walking this path of spirituality, it's remembering that. We're not this form. And this form is not what we're limited to. And through that, we have to go within. 
within to ourselves and remember our expansion, our limitless potential, and our oneness with all. Everyone's path is different in spirituality. Spirituality underlines uh, <laughs> underlines all religions. That was the intention for a lot of religions for, to be created was this relationship with the divine. But you don't have to be you know, religious or be a part of religion to follow a spiritual path. And I've talked about this many times, um, <clears throat> especially in discussions around healing religious trauma, is that there are, just because someone is in a religion or a part of religion doesn't actually mean they're following a, their own spiritual path and feeling their divine connection. Uh, religion can oftentimes bring us into just dogmatic patterns that don't really have a lot of life to them. Not always. <laughs> there's many people who are part of religions and uh, are very spiritual. And there's some people who aren't part of religions and are very spiritual. So there's so many facets to this. But again, this piece of spirituality is, at least as it speaks to me, is what is your unique relationship with the divine? with God, with Great Spirit, because your relationship is more important than what someone else tells you the relationship should be, because it's not potent if you read about it, if you're told about it, or you're that it should be a certain way. The potency and the real divine connection and channeling and expression of your divine mission comes through your relationship, your own sacred, unique way of being in divine sanctuary with the God essence within you. And only you can uncover that. Of course, there's so much support to uncover that relationship through religions, through spiritual practices, through meditation, uh, all different types of paths <laughs> that you could take. And again, that's the beauty of it is it's your unique path. Okay, so uh, there's just as much illusion, there can be just as much quote-unquote illusion on the spiritual path as is there is light and truth, no matter what, whether, no matter where we're at in this physical reality, uh, we live in um, a world with both light and dark. And so it is essential <laughs> to have powerful discernment when needed when walking your spiritual path and discovering this connection with the divine. And this is why coinciding your relationship with the divine, with deep healing and energy alignment practices are really powerful because you begin to develop that deeper sense of what is divine essence, what is divine light, and what is uh, not truth or fake light. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so to get clear on you know, your beliefs around spirituality, and just thinking about to yourself, what do you believe? You know, not so much about what someone else believes or <laughs> what you have been taught or told or so on. But really when you sit deep within your heart, when you sit in the silence with yourself, when you sit in your body, is what do you believe is what is your experience 
of the divine within you of God, creator? And how do you develop that conversation, develop that communication? What is the signature for you? For example, for some people, it's it's being out in nature. They can feel the presence of the divine, especially the divine mother, in the movement of the leaves, in the vast presence of the stars and the cosmos. Uh, some people feel it or experience it when they look at their child. Um, some people experience it when they're in uh, well, the intention of meditation is the only intention of meditation is concentration on God and the divine. So that is one of the most potent ways <laughs> to develop your relationship there. So, yeah, just thinking about how do you experience that and how can you deepen that? And that really is your, that's your spiritual path. That's your remembrance back to who you are. And again, why is, why are we talking about this? Why is this so important? <laughs> because when you are nurturing your relationship to the divine and when you are one with God consciousness and God life, you are inevitably able to surrender your own will, meaning you, a sovereign being, chooses to surrender your will from that which is not serving you, from any ego-based expectations, desires, habits, addictions, to divine will. And what happens when you can actually surrender, make that sovereign choice to choose to align with the highest divine light of who you are, the God essence within you, life just opens up. You begin receiving divine messages. You you begin understanding. Uh, you feel the sense of love, of fullness, of divine connection, of always being guided, held, supported. You receive abundance, uh, visions, and you get to pour out this un this this unfiltered. <laughs> divine light into the world and that creates so much healing just by being you just by your presence by the words you speak the energy hold the love that radiates from your heart and the thoughts that you think just by making that sovereign choice to truly truly surrender but it's very challenging to surrender your own will with divine will If, uh, if you don't feel that deep connection to the divine, that divine pulse of divine love, of divine support, divine guidance within you, it can feel rather like if you try to surrender your own will to something that you don't have a deep relationship with, it, it can feel like you're losing yourself or it can feel an emptiness or hollowness. And this is why we oftentimes turn to trying to control situations. So really tuning in to your spiritual path is so potent and such an important foundation for understanding your divine mission and 
stepping into your divine service for this lifetime. Okay. So let's shift into now speaking of sovereignty. So a sovereign being does not misidentify their self with anything outside of them, not with their perspectives, beliefs, and even their values. They recognize their oneness with the eternal, meaning the infinite, the divine, greater, and are free from the binds of their own shadows and illusions. So this piece of sovereignty is really that no one or nothing has uh, power <clears throat> over you. And you're in this ability to act and receive from a place of deep central knowing of oneself. <coughs> Excuse me. I've been dealing with a cold the past week, so my throat's a little ticklish. Um, So to be completely sovereign is to really know with every cell of your body (coughs) that through this awakening of your divine genome, so this very internal soul-based experience, excuse me, I'm going to need to drink some water. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So... Yeah, being sovereign is knowing that, like I was saying, with every cell of your body, because your your cells get turned on to this uh, level of awareness that it's almost like illusion cannot take root because you become so aware of the binds of one's own shadows and illusions, especially in the subconscious body. And it's because when you truly align with your sovereignty, which is your innate blueprint of who you are, of your divinity, it's not something you need to collect. It is who you are. It's about remembering your sovereignty and that wisdom is already alive within you. <clears throat> so when this wisdom reawakens, it's literally like the the divine genome within your body starts vibrating, starts activating, which deactivates parts of your genome that are unhealthy expressions. And you actually begin operating in a higher consciousness and a higher level awareness and a higher frequency. And therefore, anything that is in lower resonance with your consciousness, it just, it literally can't take root within you. You're not impressionable for negative energy or for disempowerment because 
there's no way that that, when you have worked at this deep level of healing the subconscious, of habits, of addictions, of um, past traumas, storylines, beliefs, limiting beliefs, all of these things that I just spoke about are energies and frequencies that are held within the body and in your soul. And they, they bring your consciousness and your awareness down into Lord Denser awareness. So when you begin this process of profoundly healing uh, these layers of the subconscious that are no longer serving your highest good, then it's like you, be, you literally become more expansive, more light, more free, and begin aligning with the truth of who you are. <clears throat> And so you're able to tap into that experience of sovereignty on a much deeper level, feeling that. Because nothing or no one can, can, when you're completely sovereign, nothing and no one has power over you. And this is really important while being in the human form to reclaim your sovereignty. Because... When you are stepping into this world of of light and of dark, uh, there is a lot, and especially now upon this earth, if you chose as a soul to take form in on this time of earth right now, there's a lot of dark systems in place and a lot of light systems uh, re- emerging and being created and it is so essential that as a leader and stepping into your divine service that you do not allow that which is outside of you or the dynamics of the world of what is that what is right now what is being seen acted out and projected it does not influence you and your light and your divine mission and it's, I shouldn't say it doesn't not influence you, because obviously you're influenced to take action, but it does not change your ability to see yourself and why you're here. And you can step forward in total peace with who you are and your mission, even if it makes sense to absolutely no one, because you know yourself. If you're not making decisions based on what's happening around you or the um, pressures around you, making decisions based off the soul wisdom within you and your reason for taking form upon this earth. And this is really powerful because this is how massive change takes place. It is through truly honoring the wisdom of your soul, your soul gifts, and how they're meant to be used in this lifetime, and surrendering into the will of the divine so that you can truly feel supported, guided, held by the most powerful divine support system there is, which is God. And this is really the power of connecting into your sovereignty is you, uh, you really feel this spark of divine consciousness living in human form. And you always feel this sense that God is with you 
and there's nothing or no one that can truly claim that from you unless you choose to give up your sense of self, your power, light, and energy. Now, for many uh, lifetimes, especially as women, um, and, you know, men, um, many degrees, because men have um, <clears throat> influenced and affected by this deeply toxic, unhealthy masculine energy as well that has seeped into the society and the culture and the world. But women <clears throat> have been deeply feared. Um, an unhealthy masculine does not like the wild feminine because the healthy masculine when when one is in the space of yeah healthy power and boundaries and um <clears throat> holding space then the wild feminine is welcomed because the healthy masculine is in his power and knows his place within the wild chaos and uh, free flow of the feminine. But what happens when uh, people in leadership uh, shift into the unhealthy masculine is there isn't this sense of innate power. There is this desire to control and obtain power from the world around. Now, the unhealthy masculine is going to deeply desire, is going to feel, uh, <clears throat> is going to feel um, affected or injured or this inability of the divine feminine, this inability to control the divine feminine because the divine feminine has so much wild, creative potential, <laughs> at times chaotic energy. And when someone isn't rooted in their power and is seeking to uh, retrieve power <clears throat> from others, they're going to feel deeply insecure from women who are in their power. And so there is a massive destruction of the reverence for the divine feminine in order to feed the unhealthy masculine. And this is the world we're in at the moment. And But what is happening now is definitely a flip in energy. And the divine feminine is rising very powerfully. <clears throat> but as women, and even men, in our lineage, we know the pain of being a voice being voiceless, of not having autonomy over our body, over our children, over our gifts, over our intuitive abilities, over our magic and our power. And it came at the cost of death, not just death at our for ourselves, but you know the, it was more so <clears throat> came at the cost of the death of our families. It is, it is actually easier to die with one's truth if it's just you involved, you involved. But when ones you love are threatened, that's when it really creates <clears throat> an unhealthy, 
it it creates a space where you become quiet to keep your loved one safe. So there's so much suppression in the divine feminine, uh, within the feminine lineages, within almost all all of our families. And this is reawakening. But this is that power of needing to choose, to choose to reclaim self, to choose to reclaim power and choose to reclaim light and energy. I have worked with hundreds of women who in many ways have completely diminished their power, their self-worth, their magical gifts, their intuitive abilities for multiple reasons, not just in this lifetime, but for um, many experiences in past lifetimes. And it is essential to reclaim these gifts now in this lifetime because the time is now. And this is so important. Reclaiming your sovereignty is reclaiming yourself, claiming yourself. Okay, yeah, so you're not always consciously choosing to give your power away, but habits and perspectives uh, can become so much a part of our life that we don't even witness these habits and perspectives that are toxic in causing us to create a belief or take an action that actually depletes our power and therefore our awareness of our sovereignty. So stepping into this journey of um, coming into your sovereignty, coming into complete reclamation of self takes you on the journey of deep healing, deeply unrooting that which is not you, that just those beliefs, um, those power dynamics, addictions, the habits that truly are not serving your highest good. So some common ways that one is going to deplete their power, as I was saying, is through, of course, limiting beliefs. And beliefs are completely malleable. (laughs) They shape our reality. We get to choose them. And there's beauty in that because it is essential that we change our beliefs. Um, They're the foundation of how we perceive the world how we are creating our world. And especially as children, though, we are deeply malleable and a lot of our beliefs uh, deep in our subconscious come from uh, experiences, stories, and, yeah, interactions from our childhood. Another way that we're going to deplete our power is through fear. And uh, this, there's, of course, a healthy fear. <laughs> and there's a very natural physiological reaction to fear, and that's important. But there's oftentimes, many times that we have fear where it's really uh, preventing us from fully stepping into our potential. I'm just going to pause and drink some more water. My throat is getting too glitchy again. Okay, so another way that one is going to deplete their own power is these really unhealthy mental projections. So, which is coincides with worry, like projecting out into the future 
that which is not supporting the vision that you're actually calling it. <laughs> and we don't realize as humans just how powerful our words and our mind are in creating our realities. And when we're focusing on worry or the worst case <laughs> situations or negative timelines, that is also very much depleting our power. Another way is through um, people-pleasing, not setting boundaries, not having a level of self-worth, and putting yourself continuously second, third, fourth, fifth, and even last. And to truly be sovereign, there are times where you, you do need to, you absolutely need to claim yourself and your boundaries and your decisions and your time and your gifts. Okay, another way that you could deplete your power is letting others make decisions for you. This is an important part of sovereign. And part of this disconnection of inability to make decisions for yourself can come from uh, imbalances, especially in the root and the sacral um, chakra areas because one may not even know what their desires are anymore because there's such a disconnection to oneself that there's not even this knowing of uh, that. Yeah, this knowing of what are your authentic desires, what do you want to create in this world. And if there isn't this deep knowing desire and passion, which we kind of get into with sacred sexual energy, it's very easy to let others make decisions. And then you have basically other people creating your life for you, which disconnects you completely from your sovereignty. Another way is dishonoring your truth. So if you have um, basically spent most of your life, especially childhood, teenage years, not even knowing what it's like to honor yourself or being supported in an environment to think of what is in alignment for yourself, you're going to go into adulthood not knowing that innate, intuitive connection to your body um, and to your soul of what it means to actually honor yourself. Here in a, another way you can deplete your power is choosing to do what's easy instead of doing what's right. And uh, that's, that comes from not feeling supported from the divine, not knowing what it's like to really t- turn within to let the divine guide you and to trust the steps even if it's challenging. Okay, um, you deplete your power when you avoid your shadows when they come up. Those limiting beliefs, those parts of your subconscious that are wanting to be healed. Um, allowing toxic relationships and toxic habits to perpetuate. This is just the smallest of some ways that power is going to be depleted. And therefore, if your power is depleted, that is you, that is your life force energy. And it's a dis- you're basically creating these energetic threads to people, situations, beliefs, and timelines that are not in alignment with your highest good. It weighs down your frequency, your consciousness, and it allows for unhealthy energy to take place. For It kind of creates this perpetual cycle. And so freeing, like reclaiming your power back from these uh, timelines, these um habits, these beliefs, these fears, projections, and so on, and um, they it allows you to get a very, uh, you create this almost field of sanctity around you. It's like almost, you're like living in this 
multidimensional temple space, so to speak, that surrounds you, where there's not a bunch of noise. There's just you. You in relationship with the divine, it becomes a lot easier to have, when you have this set point, this set grounding foundation of this is who I am, this is my living relationship with the God, it's much easier to make decisions to create and to step into your leadership from a place of true authenticity. So, sovereignty um, does not exist in the consciousness of competition and comparison. Sovereignty does not exist in the consciousness of selfishness. Sovereignty does not exist in the consciousness of limitation or victimhood. Okay, so to align with one's sovereignty, you must attune yourself to love, to compassion, non-competition, selflessness, meaning not serving the small self. It doesn't mean not, (laughs) does not mean putting yourself second, third, fourth, fifth, always. Uh, Divine trust, commitment to one's own spiritual path, and devotion to God, the divine source. So the process of reattuning yourself to your sovereignty is by humility, compassion, powerful empathy for yourself first and foremost. And then, of course, that radiates out to others. And knowing your relationship with the divine as we talked about with spirituality. So as you evolve in your spiritual journey, you will inevitably come into greater alignment with your sovereignty. Now, you do not need to be a completely... 100% 100% sovereign being to step up into your divine mission and leadership. Absolutely not. Our divine mission and leadership doesn't wait for us to be perfect. That is not a not a helpful way <laughs> to go about stepping into divine service. You actually learn about yourself. <clears throat> you heal, you ascend through the path of your divine service. So you just have to step into it. Step into the path. Choose to claim your path. Choose to claim your sovereignty, and the healing work comes, and it comes from being in alignment with your highest good and your highest path. So it's not about waiting, starting right now, right now claiming this path, right now claiming your sovereignty. And from that reclamation, deep, deep healing and transformation takes place. I will talk more in further discussions about what this means about connecting with your divine service, your path, um, your gifts, because, of course, sometimes, oftentimes, there's that question, what is is my path? Um, am I on it? You know, all of that. So very important questions. All right, the last piece here is sexual energy, the sacred sexual energy. And how this is another very important foundation uh, for creating, really thriving in your divine service and divine mission for this lifetime. So coming into right relationship with your sexual energy is essential for understanding yourself, your desires, and how to engage with life in an authentic way. It helps you to be vulnerable, powerful, and comfortable in your body and your expression and sharing your gifts with the world. So your sacred sexual energy is it is literally the primordial energy at the base of your spine. And it is, this is that seed energy that was placed within your body when you took form, 
so to speak. And it is on other terms, it's been called um, Kundalini, it's called Kundalini energy as well. There's many practices to actually rise this energy from the base of the spine up the rest of the body. So to bring this energy from the base up the spine to reunite with divine consciousness. And this is really that merging point when your human experiences merges with divine consciousness and then there is no there's no sense of separation even though you're still in the human form. This is what all ascended masters um, have accomplished while living in the human form is true ascension. Still living in the human form yet absolutely living in continuous God consciousness. But this is very powerful energy. And of course we have access to it. We, everyone has a certain experience of it of their own depending on how strong their energy system is and how healthy their body um not uh, the health of the body doesn't always uh, matter with this um, but definitely the energy system needs to be very strong to be able to activate greater and greater awareness of the sacred sexual energy there is many um, ancient practices such as tantra yoga that teaches uh, development of this energy with a partner or without um, because it is a pathway to receiving um, more awareness with of God. Meditation, true meditation practices and techniques are also supportive of bringing this energy up the spine. So, But we experience this energy very often. Uh, for men, it's more so located at the root. For women, we're experiencing more of this energy at the sacral chakra. Um, <clears throat> Oftentimes, because it, especially because this energy is related to sex, but not always, um, because in order for this energy to actually become activated in sex, there has to be a foundation of deep love, heart connection, um, passion, uh, spiritual connection for it to actually be awakened and um, inspired and brought up. Um, But we do feel this connection of sacred sexual energy when we are connecting to pleasure, uh, connecting to sensuality, experiencing life um, through the senses. Uh, We feel this energy when we are, yeah, in our creative power. I mean, this is the energy that literally calls in uh, souls through the mother's womb. And this is the energy that creates uh, all of your visions, that which you want to bring into the world. It is such important energy because this is literally the energy that magnetizes. Um, not only is it developing your connection to the divine, it's magnetizing into reality uh, that which you want to create while you're in the human form. So it's very powerful. Uh, so the energy system needs to be really strong to withstand greater and greater awareness of the sacred sexual energy. And the more this energy does develop through a very healthy and empowered uh, energy system, the deeper connection one will actually have to their creative potential to actually manifesting their divine mission upon the earth. And also it develops their connection to the divine, of course. So. it is, yeah, sexual energy is the creative potential used to bring everything into form. (laughs) The energy 
that manifests all of life, not just physical life, but our visions, dreams, and spiritual evolution. So your sexual ex- expression and this energy is very safe. Now, this is such a deeper, deeper conversation. I go much more into this in many of my mentorships. So I'm just laying some um, kind of groundwork here. <laughs> There's much more I could say about this. So but I'm going to continue. Um, sexual expression really is a connection to your creative power while also being embodied in the truth of who you are. You feel yourself um, as a part of all of life, and you can feel the ecstatic flow of the creator within you and you and everything. It's, it's this intimacy with the divine, and the divine is really meant to be felt within your body, in every cell of your being. You can feel the ecstatic flow of the creator within you and in everything, and you do not shy away from yourself. There becomes, through really embracing the sacred sexual energy, you begin to deeply fall in love with human form that you've created. <laughs> this extension of yourself, um, you to fall in love with life. It's literally like you make love with life. You can tap into this deep sense of sensuality and wildness and freedom and really let go of any restriction and inhibition um, <clears throat> yeah, that has really prevented you from just being in your, your full divine feminine nature. Um, I'm speaking for that for even men because nature is the divine feminine essence and there's this wildness and creativity to it. And when we embody your sacred sexual energy, there's this... Mm, openness and willingness to experience more of life, to not shut it off, shut it down, but to welcome it, to embrace it, to be here, to show up, to lead. Okay? Um, Yeah. So, let's see if there's anything I want to mention here about this last part of sacred sexual energy. Um, So unfortunately, because uh, sex and sexual relationships and sexual energy has been so corrupted in our culture, and also there is massive uh, abuse and trauma around sex, and people have experienced in this lifetime and in past lifetimes uh, horrific experiences related to sex and the unhealthy sexual expression, um, there's a lot of wounding and pain around this energy. There's a lot of misunderstanding of it. And oftentimes there's just an absolute disassociation to the sacred sexual energy, to the womb power, uh, to a woman's body. Um, Oftentimes women can feel like their body is not even their own. Um, And unfortunately men have not been taught to uh, honor this energy, either in this lifetime or and, you know, for the past thousands of years, <laughs> and what it means to be in their power uh, with the sacred sexual energy. It is suppressed. It is seen as, uh, yeah, dirty or negative or bad. Um, there's a lot of guilt and shame around it, around religious beliefs as well. Uh, and so due to this suppression of sex- sexual energy, uh, it has been quite deformed, uh, this understanding and relationship to one's own sacred sexual energy. This is a very important part of the work I do is to support 
women, especially I mainly work with women, but women and men that I also work with to come into right relationship with their sacred sexual energy uh, because this is very important energy to, again, connect with the divine and to actually connect with this energy of creation of magnetizing into this life what it is you came here to do. Okay. All right, so that completes my talk for today on spirituality, sovereignty, and sacred sexuality to the foundations who are really supporting you and actually accessing uh, the fullness, the fulfillment of your divine mission and your purpose on this earth. So I welcome you to get connected with me um, through, you can go to my website, it's spiritoceanhealing.com slash sovereign backslash sovereign s-o-v-e-r-e-i-g-n so you never spelled sovereign before just look it up first before you type it in <laughs> you're spelling it right um, so again it's spiritoceanhealing.com that's my name website but I invite you to go to the page slash uh, sovereign uh, here is a wonderful invitation for you to enter into my free uh, group space that I have on Facebook. It's called the Sovereign Priestess Collective. It's really where women are committed to living the way of the feminine, activating their sovereignty and divine mission through reintegrating their priestess lineage and reclaiming their soul gifts. So on this, this is again a free space, and you don't have Facebook or you are a male, you can still go to this page. You can still sign up for my email list and you will get um, access to my community and some free gifts, which I'll talk about in just a moment. Um, but this free group is where I'm mainly putting, I'm mainly at, hanging out. I share a lot of <laughs> intimate shares, free master classes. Uh, you get first access and oftentimes discounts for um my mentorships or offerings that I have. And it's just been such a beautiful community of women really tapped into stepping into their priestess lineage, uh, their sovereignty, their divine mission, and through yeah, really understanding their soul gifts and why they came here. Uh, I do have, if you do go to this page and sign up to join this group, you're going to also get uh, free access to two bonus master classes that I have. One is called The Alchemy of Masculine and Feminine Energy. I talked a little bit about the balance of masculine and feminine energy, but it's something I, today, but it's something I am very passionate about, is balancing these energies within your body to come into authentic alignment with yourself. So that's the PDF guide plus a, an 18-page PDF guide in a 75-minute uh, training. And then the other free that you get is called the Embodied and Intuitive Healer Training. Again, that's a 90-minute training um, that will <clears throat> guide you into a place of empowerment with your authentic self uh, so that through accessing your intuitive abilities, so I actually give you, you go through an actual um, healing technique to develop your intuitive abilities to understand uh, access the keys to access your life of some fulfillment, joy, abundance, 
uh, and to really coming much more into divine alignment with your purpose. So these are two of my, one of my most in-depth and popular master classes. So again, you'll get these for free if you come onto the page, spiritoceanhealing.com backslash sovereign. And uh, yeah, sign up either for the email list or go ahead and join um, Sovereign Priestess collective Facebook group. So looking forward to connect with you and to have you a part, deeper part of this community. And uh, yeah, sending all my love. Beautiful. Ashley is here um, again in a couple of weeks, a treasure trove of valuable information around sovereignty. You know, Ashley, I just wanted to say before we completely wrap here, it's the, one of the first times we sort of heard the sacred sexuality aspect of the energy type in with this. And it's so important, it's, it's, but we're so conditioned around this stuff that it's barely murmured aloud. You know, so I'm, I'm glad that you're tying that in and show one and looking forward to more. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I, I love going going deep into the sacred sexuality because it definitely is not talked about. It's so important. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to next time already. Uh, for those listening, Ashley is all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. And we're back with more after this. Thank you. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hello, this is Ashley Hutchinson, and you're listening to News for the Soul. 